Good afternoon, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Healing Your Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I'm your guide in finding more well-being, peace, and happiness after codependency. I'm excited to be here with you today for our episode, because today we're going to talk about the two commitments we must make to ourselves if we're to actually experience that long-term healing, that long-term peace and well-being that we seek in our world. These two commitments our foundation, they're essential to building healthy relationships with ourselves, with others, to discovering more of our own purpose, our own joy, and our own prosperity in our world. So that's what we're going to be exploring today. Before we get to that, and give you some announcements here real quick. Let me find the linky link here. Number one, I have finally put together the self-study library. <clears throat> so the self-study library is six courses. That's the nurture course, the healer's Heal Your Self Strategy. The, uh, I always get that one a little mixed up. The Heal Your Self Strategy, the Know Your Self Strategy, the Relationship Strategy, the Self Trust Course, and the Indomitable Worth Course. These six courses are my primary courses that I've taught over the last five years. You can get them for the self-study version, which means you can go through it at your own pace. It's available 24-7 in the learning system. And you can, uh, well, heal the trauma bond, discover and develop real self-trust, discover and develop real deep self-worth, heal um, the impact of narcissistic abuse, also nurture those unmet needs and whatnot. So that's available for you. Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. And also, I'm going to get this shared out to the community here real quick. So if you're looking for additional tools, support and guidance, come join us in the community. It's an educational community where I provide more insight, I answer questions, and I connect you with tools and guidance that helps you succeed in your healing. So let's get this out there real quick to click the button and boom. Okay. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being present in my world and in this work because it's a big deal. We're doing a lot of, I mean, when we heal codependency, we're shifting our paradigm and how we relate to ourselves, to others, and to life. So it's huge work. So the two commitments. Most of the time in codependency, we're committed or have a loyalty to other people, their happiness, their well-being, their peace, to regulating them, to making them uh, happy. To at least keeping them more peaceful so they're not doing things that scare us, that we can feel more connected and safe with them. We have a sense of value and worth. This process moves us to abandon or discard ourselves. This is key. This is essential to understand. And codependency, to find our three necessities, which is safety, connection, and our sense of self-worth, or what I call value identity, we displace ourselves we give ourselves up we put ourselves on the sacrificial altar and say nope i can't exist i can't take up space i can't do what i need to get my needs met if i'm myself i will not get my needs met if i advocate for myself i will be abandoned i will be harmed i will be discarded if i take up space and express myself my way people aren't going to love me they aren't going to like me they aren't going to care for me this teaches us to externalize our safety, our connection, and our sense of self-worth um, on other people. They become the authority. They become the power that dictates what goes on in our world. This traps us in not being able to care.
care for ourselves, to acknowledge and understand ourselves, and then to build a, a sense of trust and alliance with who we are, that it will guide and nurture us in our lives. We didn't have much choice in this, especially if we grew up in family systems that did not allow our individuality to develop, that did not allow us to have differences, that didn't allow us to have boundaries, that didn't allow us to say no, and it didn't allow us to explore and understand the world on our terms. I grew up in a culture and a family that was very much obedience-oriented. I had to be obedient, I had to be compliant, and I had to make them happy. If these three things were not happening, I was a failure as a person. This looped me into a tight enmeshment and in their sense of feeling. So if someone wasn't happy with me, if someone was disappointed with me, then that meant I was wrong. I was bad. That I was failing as a human being. So my loyalty became about their happiness. I became and trained and enmeshed with making them happy so I could have a sense of worth, I could have a sense of safety and a sense of connection with that person. So this is an example of how toxic family and cultural systems teach us to be disloyal to ourselves, to discard ourselves in exchange for trying to get some aspect of those three necessities we have of safety, connection, and self-worth from someone else, from their approval, from their attention, from their love, from their breadcrumbing, the intermittent love and affection and attention we get from them. This is why the two commitments are crucial. The two commitments are going to move you, <laughs> they can be a little blunties, a little blunt cake warning here. They can force you to look at yourself differently and then start gauging your choices and actions differently. These two commitments will move you towards self-advocacy, but they'll also move you towards rocking the boat, bringing in a little conflict into your world, into saying no, into saying yes, and being more deliberate and clear about what you commit to. So what are these two commitments that we must make if we're to heal? Commitment number one is to be honest with ourselves about what is happening in our reality. What is going on? What's the pattern of behavior? What's the pattern of impact? What's the pattern of results I'm living with, with the choices and actions I'm making in my world, and with the relationships I have in my life? What impact are they having in my existence? Does this align with my well-being? Does this align with my happiness? Does this align with my health? Is this taking away from these things? Is it aligned with things that I want to feel on a regular basis? Am I having to give myself up in some way in order to get something from them or with them? Am I ignoring my own feelings? Am I dismissing or, or, or minimizing my pain? Am I emphasizing a fantasy like the positive anomalies that toxic relationships have? Like, well, they were really loving and nice to me three months ago. What is really going on? The honesty is crucial. When we're honest with ourselves, we're taking the first step towards reality, the first step towards sobriety, meaning we're able to acknowledge what's happening, what we're feeling, what the impact is. When we are committed to being honest with ourselves, we're going to, we become committed to making better choices for ourselves and taking better actions 
that lead to outcomes and results that we really want in our world. So commitment number one is honesty with ourselves and then honesty with others. So we can communicate what we want, what we don't, share our boundaries, share our desires, say yes and no, and express ourselves in a way that allows... <laughs> there's words for this. We express ourselves genuinely with a curiosity about what happens as a result of that rather than trying to be a certain way to get someone to love or like us. So that's commitment number one. Commitment number two, loyalty to our well-being and to our safety first. When we put well-being and safety first, we will stop engaging with relationships that bring harm to us, that bring neglect to us. We will stop engaging with people that don't respect us. We will stop engaging in behaviors and attitudes towards ourselves that disrespect ourselves. We will stop making choices and actions that put us in a collision course with things that are unsafe or things that take away from our well-being. And we're going to start making choices and actions that promote our sense of safety, our sense of well-being in our life. So if we're honest with ourselves, then we become loyal to our well-being and our safety first. This sets up the solid foundation for building self-trust in ourselves, trust in our ability to make choices and actions that result in things we want to live with, and it allows us to start filtering people, places, and things in and out of our lives in an honest and genuine way that we can live with. This helps us discover relationships that work, relationships that don't, places that work for us and places in the that don't and things that work for us and things that don't this breaks the habit of people pleasing being a perfectionist trying to fix others so that they'll be the person we think they need to be or should be trying to get people to love us it ends then the habit of needing to be needed so we feel loved and moves us back towards ourself it teaches us to resource within ourselves our own power our own wisdom and aligns us with our well-being, our happiness, what really actually matters to us. So with these two commitments, we become anchored and we become oriented, rather, in our world towards our sovereignty, our personal power, our own authority, and we can leave these relationships behind. We no longer have to please others to get our needs met. Instead, we, by being honest and loyal, to ourselves, honest and loyal to ourselves, and clear and honest with others, we discover who wants to contribute to our needs, who doesn't, who, how they do it and whether that works for us or not, and who we want to contribute to and whether or not that works for them and us. So when it comes into that scope of relationship, when we are loyal to ourselves, our well-being and our safety, and we're honest with ourselves and honest with them, we get clarity so we can make the choices that really matter to us, that lead us towards outcomes we want to live with, which is that peace, that freedom, that sense of being loved, liked, and valued by another human being. That's the magic here with these two commitments. These are not easy. I, when I first started putting these in place in my life, there was a huge amount of, of anxiety and fear that arose out of this because, well, Commitment number one, I had to be honest with myself. So now I had to be honest about how things were working and how they weren't, both in my relationships, relationships with you know, romantic partnerships, my, my kids, my friends, 
And to be honest with the culture I was in, what that was doing, whether that was aligned with myself or not. <laughs> and to be honest with myself, if I even knew what I wanted, because at that point I really didn't. And to be honest with about my job and then my subsequent businesses. Are these things I really want? Are these things that are aligned with me? When we're honest with ourselves, we start admitting what we don't know. We start admitting what we do. And then we get more in tune with our intuition, with our own internal guidance. And we can start resourcing the knowledge we need to get the answers we're looking for. And that leads us to, again, commitment too. If I'm honest with myself, then if I'm choosing my safety and well-being and I'm loyal to that, then I'm choosing businesses, I'm choosing jobs, I'm choosing partners, I'm choosing friends, I'm choosing activities that enhance and expand my well-being in my life. That's why these are the two commitments. They affect everything we do going forward. So every area of our life is directly impacted by these two commitments. So take time with these because they are challenging. We get that anxiety in there. We get the uncertainty that will come with them. This is where we go very gently and very kindly with ourselves. And if you need assistance with that, join the community here on Facebook. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and on the front page at HealYourCodependency.com. But you can also join the Heal Your Codependency membership where you can get live guidance and support with me, along with live trainings, the codependency healing trainings, the actually heal trainings, and so forth are all in that membership. And if you want to do it self-guided, you can get the self-guided library. The link is above on Facebook and below on YouTube and my front page at HealYourCodependency.com is you can get access to these support resources to help you implement these two commitments into your world so that you no longer have to use codependency to find peace. Instead, you can use your own wisdom and power to develop a long-lasting, sustainable peace, connection, well-being, and possibly even happiness in your world. So my friends, those two commitments, honesty with yourself and with others, uh, then uh, commitment to your loyalty to your well-being and your safety first. Allow these to become your guide as you heal. And you'll find your world starting to shift and change into the things you've been looking for all your life. If you want assistance in making that happen and going deeper with that, come join me in the trainings that I offer. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for support. Uh, thank you for your feedback and for your trust and willingness to work to use my work in your life because you guys have helped me succeed and grow and i really it's an honor and i'm really grateful for each of you so thank you for being in my life go gently as you apply these in your world let me know if you have any questions or comments in the com in the comments below and go gently i'll see you in our next episode